like i can't wait for the next morning every time i go to bed believe me i i'm so happy to get up the next morning because the work can start the next morning right we both were uh, training these women and they have to go back every day and we said well, you know we are here for you we want to train you we want to help you uh, get your business better and they said no we have to look after a cow we need to water the cow we need to feed the cow at move farm we worked with over a million farmers using mobile technology to help the farmers increase their milk quality milk quantity uh, thereby hopefully helping them in their livelihoods i grew up on a farm but i never knew how many cows in india <laughs> how do you take the first step to changing the world does it start with getting shoved out of your comfort zone or getting skills in a field you're passionate about even though you're not sure how you'll use them or perhaps it happens when everything you've learned lets you look at an old problem in a new way. I'm Mary Bolling and this is CQ University's How to Change a Life. And today, how a farm kid from rural India followed his tech smarts to accidental entrepreneurship. And how cows and apps shape his very deliberate mission to transform lives for millions of Indian families. In the spirit of reconciliation, CQ University recognises this episode was recorded and produced on the traditional lands of the Wadjuk Noongar people in Perth and the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation in Melbourne. We pay respects to Elders past and present and their life-changing connection to country and I'm Param, the founder and chief executive at MUFAM. At MUFAM, we work with India's pre-farm gate uh, dairy sector, where we work with over a million farmers using mobile technology to help the farmers increase their milk quality, milk quantity, uh, thereby hopefully helping them in their livelihoods. Uh, apart from this, I'm also the founder at Tech for Good, uh, which is a charity, more like my weekend uh, work that I do, where I encourage young girls to use technology uh, for better, again, better livelihoods in their life. Yeah. Okay, so that's some pretty big work that Param is doing now. But growing up on a farm in the tiny community of Sangai in India's Punjab state, big is not a word he'd use to describe life. He'd say something more like... Simple, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> I... I think I was, uh, before I came to Australia, you know, we're living in a small town in India. Uh, didn't do much, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's great. <laughs> so Australia happened out of luck. You know, like my parents said, I can go overseas and study. Uh, all, all the world, you know, was open where I can go. But Australia came, I think, uh, because my friend did far more research than me. And... Uh, <laughs> And, and to be honest with you, I think he, he was the one who just encouraged me to, to come to Australia. Okay, remember that persuasive friend because he's coming back. But also remember that Param remembers him because valuing that bit of encouragement and valuing friends, that's important too. So Param moves to Melbourne in 2003 and takes on his Master of Information Systems at CQ University in Melbourne. As an international student, I think at the university campus, uh, you, you start to interact with so many different cultures. That itself uh, 
you, you, you're navigating, you're understanding, you empathize, you know, become more compassionate, especially when you work together. One thing I really love about Australian education is, is, is you know, you don't, you, you can go and solve a problem, and which I started to enjoy, you know, like the way I think uh, whole assessment framework is designed in these countries. You, you've been given a larger problem and say, okay, can you go about and solve and look at how different resources you can leverage to, to solve that, which is not the case especially uh, when you do an undergrad in India. So, yeah, I think the, it was more, you know, you learn to empathize, become more compassionate in terms of, you know, who, again, in, in, in that little group of four to six, who can solve what and still deliver uh, a great result, you know, and how I think those students helped me kind of uh, uh, look at my own self and see, uh, you know, I can I can support a smaller team and maybe a four or six people, <laughs> right? And uh, yeah, and then of course you scale that up uh, later in your life. In fact, Param's problem solving in those group assignments and for his fellow students as they all tackle their new lives in Melbourne sees him win the Campus Leadership Award when he graduates two years later. And he's loving uni life so much that he doesn't leave. Param's first job after graduation is as a lab assistant and a tutor at a Melbourne uni, but a dramatic career change is looming. And once again, it's that same mate from back home giving him a push. To be very honest, when I graduated from Central Queensland University, I always wanted to be an academic and research. So I did uh, opt for a role at, as a lab assistant, as a tutor at one of the universities in Melbourne, uh, where I actually for six months started lecturing for postgrad department in IT. And that's what I really wanted to do all my life, right? I love academic research, teaching, uh, and I thought that's, that's the best job I have in life, right? Uh, it was one of my friends who encouraged and said, why don't I actually, you know, look at a business, look at an entrepreneurship journey? And and it was him who actually encouraged. And he said, of course, I'll actually go with you and I'll be one of your partners supporting you in this uh, in, in this new venture. We did end up starting. And, and, and you know, once you start an entrepreneurship journey, I think it's so difficult to, to go back. Uh, it was a huge uh, success. We ran that. We, our first company was in the education technology, ed- tech. Uh, education and uh, huge success. Uh, we ran that for about eight years. Param establishes TechSavvy Education Provider, the Cantillon Institute in Perth in 2007. The booming business earns him the Australia India Young Entrepreneur of the Year Award in 2013. And in September 2014, he sells to ASX listed Ashley Services Group. And in between, Param realises his potential as an entrepreneur, and he realises something else too. When I started my first company uh, in the education sector, I was 25, 26, and I was still young, right? And and I started to see the money started to follow, and then you start to uh, see your heart, right? Is this what you want in life, or you want something more? And I felt like, yeah, this this can always follow, but I should put my skills and experience where I can help. Okay, those are big questions. And luckily, Param's love of learning means he knows how to find answers. He applies for a scholarship to Stanford University in the United States and in 2014 completes their executive program in social entrepreneurship. 
Hiram's hoping to narrow down the type of problem he wants to solve. But actually, the study gives him a big answer. If you want to solve a problem, they also encourage you to think. The, the whole system kind of designed in a way that it says, go solve, but think large, big problem to solve. Don't think, okay, you know, I'm going to change the tire of a car in the early morning. Right? <laughs> so, and that's a great, you know, even though it's a good problem to solve, but solve for large, uh, scalable problem. Technology skills are very critical. I think it's, it's important. Uh, but research, even when you're leading a role, especially when you don't know, and the sector that no one has worked in the past, you need to do a lot of reading and research and see if you can, one can connect the dots. Uh, so I, I think, uh, especially when the environment is very ambiguous, every day, even now, I set aside at least 30 to 60 minutes a day to read, uh, to, to see if I can connect better dots for future. So wearing all his hats of entrepreneur and researcher and tech innovator, Param goes back to India looking for a big problem to solve. I think it was 2018 when I joined a not-for-profit there as a volunteer. So post-selling my, uh, my company in Australia, I went to India, uh, you know, looking all places uh, for what I should do in the not-for-profit, end up working with Dr. Kiran Bedi. Uh, who is uh, the most respected female living in India uh, in, in, in a recent survey. Uh, worked there for about four or five months with rural women as a volunteer, uh, training them, again, teaching them, right? Training them on entrepreneurship, uh, on how they can actually build a better business for their own uh, you know, small, micro, nano businesses that they were running. And there I actually realized that everyone had a cow. Because yeah, every time I was teaching, I met my co-founder now. Uh, she's Ashna. She was a graduate from London School of Economics and University of Sydney Business School. Uh, and, and we both were uh, training these women and they have to go back every day. And we said, well, you know, we are here for you. We want to train you. We want to help you uh, get your business better. And they said, no, we have to look after a cow. We need to water the cow. We need to feed the cow. The doctor's not available. The vet is not available. And, and many other challenges around the dairy. And that's when we actually said, okay, we must look at this uh, this uh, dairy sector, right? And we were surprised to look at the sector, how large the sector is. You know, nearly 30% of the global livestock is in India, 300 million cattle in India, 80 million farms engaged in the dairy sector. And women do about 80 to 90% of the work in the livestock sector in India. So you can imagine uh, this was taking all the boxes, uh, you know, very large, <laughs> very large opportunity, large number of farms that you can impact families, uh, massive opportunity to contribute to, to the lives of women in India. And it was no brainer for us to say, OK, if this is so big, why don't we look at this as a as an opportunity, as a problem to solve at a large scale? In 2019, there are 192 million head of cattle in India. So, yeah, Param is definitely onto an issue that will scale. But once more, he doesn't start big. Instead, he and his Moo Farm co-founder, Ashna Singh, begin building their ideas in the tiny homes of small-scale dairy farmers. Everyone, when we went to their house, we saw, we met their families, we understood the problems uh, that they were going through. And a very simple tool I remember when we built in the early days was they can connect online using a mobile phone with a veterinarian. And the vet was not available at home. 
and, uh, and and they said uh, how this has changed their life and they can actually at any time they can talk on a video call with a veterinarian but, and then we build this next feature where they can actually sell cows among each other i remember a woman uh, and i have a uh, you know I, I still know her very well she came and said you know she were able to sell a cow for more than 400 dollars more than what someone other broker in her village would pay so traditionally those brokers because women were not mobile they were looking after the cows they're not mobile someone will come to their house and say look if you want to sell this cow this is 500 dollars you can imagine how much more income she's uh, able to earn just because she she can even though she was not mobile but she was mobile with the mobile right so if you can do an impact with one person for nearly $400, if there are million plus people using, how much more impact you can do with them. This is a human-centred design approach, and it's key to how Param and his team grow Mufarm. And his tech expertise from his CQU studies is also vital. Technology is important, you know, at least it helps you understand logically how to look a problem logically and and see uh, what components uh, you can actually pick to scale. I've also started to realize in my life that, you know, you can still be a great leader without a tech background and and still have the best of the best tech people work with you to solve the problem. But it certainly helps, uh, especially when you're in a room with the brilliant techies, right? And they'll say, sorry, (laughs) this is not possible or it will take a long time and then you, you bring your hat on from a tech <laughs> background and say how could we do this right and then just asking the question by how or is it possible we look at a different way to solve uh, and how about this and i think when you ask the question how about this uh, yeah, a lot of things change in the room <laughs> so it launches in 2019 and the move farm app gets used by 1.8 million dairy farmers across india the social enterprise also raises startup capital, most recently earning 13 million US in a Series A round at the end of 2022. Bringing in that kind of support needs a big network. And growing that network, Param taps into the same feeling he had moving to a new city. It's all about making friends. I think one thing that changed for me, uh, you know, even though I spend a lot of time, still continue to spend and cherish those friendships that I built over the years, I feel like work and personal life should not be put into a square, a box and a rectangular box. Yeah. What I mean by that is now a lot of my friends come from my work. We share such a great relationship. Every single person at Move Farm. Same goes for all the network meetings I, I go for. I end up always meeting one or two people who can be my, my friends, right? <laughs> every every conference I go and every per, around this world, I have those people who I met through work. Work is the one that unites us or, or, or that passion for the problem that we're trying to solve is to unite us. But then we have become great friends. It's a heartwarming way to do business. And Among those friends around the globe, there's Perth-based entrepreneurs behind graphic design behemoth Canva. And that's who Param calls up when COVID-19 hits in 2020, and he sees how the pandemic is worsening disadvantage for rural women. The founders at Canva are great examples for everyone, all of us, and I think globally, uh, the kind of 
empathy, compassion they bring. And so when I was looking at, especially during COVID, uh, I was like, what other opportunities we can give girls? So how do, how, and I share an experience, right? So when I go and I, I was running Moo Farm uh, in India, I usually go to the rural parts of the country and look at the woman and then they have a young girl, like a, like a daughter, right, in the family. And, and, and you look at her and the challenges of mobility are still present, uh, especially in rural India, right? And you look at how do you help these young girls who may or may not want to continue in the dairy, in the family dairy business. Uh, the only way you can help if there's a mobility challenge is by giving them some skills in technology that they can work from anywhere. And, and COVID was one uh, such time when uh, it made all of us realize that we can work from anywhere. So, and that's when we thought of tech for good or girls into tech. And I was lucky to know Canva founders. Uh, I approached them and I said, why don't we give these design skills so these girls can actually earn from anywhere? And they were super kind uh, and gave us all the resources needed. Uh, to actually bring it to life. And I, I'm glad to share that Canva and uh, Canva and Tech for Good together trained over 30,000 girls during uh, COVID uh, uh, two years. So we really scaled, uh, we hired trainers from all parts of the country. Canva gave all the tools uh, and resources required to, to scale that. And, and, and that relationship ended, ended up uh, Canva founders investing in MUFAM uh, in, in the last round. So Param's work is already connecting with millions of people across India, but he isn't content to stop there. And it's those women, and it's the memory of those women dairy farmers he first met so many years ago, and the memories of the women in his own family that keep him striving for more. I think we still uh, not do very well when it comes to working closely with women, even though the whole company started with an idea that this will help impact the lives of women, we still feel, even at MoFarm, men continue to be the farm's face, which we should change. Uh, and we, are, we really want to change that. So if we have failed in the last three years in one area, I think the mobile application adoption, as I said, has been a million plus, right? But how many women are using the application? Less than 2%. So... It's not so easy. The society is, you know, in India, that level, women may not even have a smartphone. So there's one, one smartphone in a whole household. And, and if you have a, a male uh, member of the family, he, he will have the smartphone for most of the day. And then there is a son. And then the next opportunity is with the son <laughs> to, to, play, to play or watch a TikTok uh, on the mobile phone. So how do you bring that piece of tech, right, in the hand of women, uh, is one area I think uh, we're trying to see. In, in my family, I think I was very fortunate, uh, even though it was a simple family, but women had like like a lot of say. Uh, I see my grandmother was very empowered. And, uh, and you know, so, 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 you know, when women empowered, we also see that, you know, we were able to, you know, for, even though we I was born in a small village also, it, it's important that uh, if, when women have more say, it, one can say the children will have a better education. Moo Farm now employs more than 50 people and through small fees charged on its marketplace platform, in 2022, it reportedly raised nearly 10 million Australian in revenue. But Param says measuring success is about 
impact, not cash. And that applies to MUFARM and to life. You have to be very honest to your own self. What really motivates you know, you very, very critical in life. Something that you're so excited. Like, I can't wait for the next morning. Every time I go to bed, believe me, I, I'm so happy to get up the next morning because the work can start the next morning, right? It's not that I'm workaholic. I do enjoy my life. But it's something that so much inspires me, what I do. So I think someone who's actually starting an entrepreneurship, don't do it just because I've gone through this. See what inspires you and then the money will follow, right? So do something that you're really passionate, something that inspires you, motivates you. You can't wait for the night to be over so you can get up and solve the next day. Param Singh there, reminding us all that if you love what you do, you'll still be working hard, but you definitely won't regret it. Last year, Mufarm won the Dairy Innovation Award in the socioeconomic category of the World Dairy Summit, and the life-changing company continues to grow. And for all his transformative work on the hugest scale, Param is CQ University's 2023 Alumnus of the Year for Social Impact. CQ University's practical and career-focused courses can grow your skills, connection and impact too. Head to cqu.edu.au slash study to learn more. And you can discover CQ's commitment to social impact as Australia's only social enterprise university. Just visit cqu.edu.au slash changemaker. You've been listening to How to Change a Life by CQ University Podcast. Theme music is Wings by CQ University alumnus Tristan Barton. If How to Change a Life has got you thinking about where you're headed, we'd love to hear. Follow CQ University across social media where you can see highlights from all our episodes and subscribe to How to Change a Life wherever you get your podcasts. This is the final episode for this series of How to Change a Life, sharing the stories of CQU's Alumni of the Year for 2023. If you've just found the podcast, we'd love you to go back and listen to dozens of stories we've shared since 2021 and just countless ways to approach your career, your community and your next steps for changing lives around you and changing your own. Thanks so much for listening and have a life-changing day.